the search for identity, that which uh, suits best to this uh, real self that you're discovering. If you know yourself well enough, then you discover what you are best suited for, and then that is what makes you happiest, too. Self-actualization uh, means the making real of the inner self, and that means what you love, what you're interested in, what excites you, what fascinates you, and that is the cause outside yourself, which paradoxically then becomes a defining characteristic of the self. Welcome to the Maslow Peak Podcast presented by Spring State Media Group. I'm your host, Brad Griffin, and our guests today are Brad and Crystal Woodard from Austin, Texas. I was introduced to the Woodards by my friend Jared Romley from Anyone Collective, who thought that you guys would like hearing their story. Brad and Crystal own the design and illustration studio Brave the Woods, and they've worked with some big clients, Target, Coca-Cola, Honda, Harley-Davidson, the list goes on and on. You can find their work on bravethewoods.com, and they've also got a new venture called Artists for Education that we're going to discuss as well. Brad and Crystal, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks hey. for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be really fun. Um, I checked out your guys' work. It's really interesting. I love the illustration style. Um, I love those National Park posters you guys did. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. So I've, I've been looking forward to this ever since we connected. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. So tell us a little bit about Brave the Woods. Okay, yeah, Brave the Woods is a design and illustration studio that uh, yeah, Crystal and I started back in 2012. Yep. Yeah, I was working in uh, advertising in Boston and decided that we were kind of done doing the agency life, especially we're, I'm, well, at least I'm West Coast, um, you know, born in, well, Brad at least. And then we ended up going to uh, East Coast. It was hard to kind of get adjusted there. and The weather. Um, the, the weather was yeah. difficult. <laughs> the weather was difficult. Yeah, the, the agency life was, was nice to, to learn that end of it, but we decided we wanted to, you know, we just had a little boy. And uh, wanted to, to spend more time with him and, and uh, take on our own clients and do our own thing. So. Yeah, and I was ready to get more involved. I was at home at the time, so it was, I wanted to be more involved in the company. And so we just decided to make the leap and start our own thing. And, and yeah, so that's what we do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely can understand that feeling of wanting to be around your kids more. And I don't know about you guys, but when our first daughter was born, I just had this overwhelming desire to create. You know, um, you know, did I do that great thing I was supposed to do? You know, will I ever, uh, is there, is there still time? And definitely, uh, when we had our second daughter, that's where some of this, uh, you know, the podcast came out of was that desire to kind of create and just kind of tell stories and be a part of something bigger, I think. So, so how were you able to turn your love of art and illustration into a full-time career for two people? A lot of work. (laughs) It's true. So yeah, we, we, I was working a full time. So Crystal was, uh, she was at home with our, our, our little boy. Um, and I was working in an agent doing the agency life during the day. Mm-hmm. And then right when I got home from work, which is usually pretty late, yeah. uh, I just kind of, you know, we'd have dinner and get the kids down and then we would be, I would be back working just in the living room, building up clients, building up our client list. And so I'd be working all night, working on, you know, freelance work until we kind of hit that point where we just had to decide, you know, it was too much. We couldn't do both, you know? And so we decided, you know, let's, this is a good point to, to make the leap and, and 
and see yeah, if that we works hit out. kind of a lucky break too that was right when skillshare came out okay and brad was one of the first teachers on skillshare so we started doing that and it, it went on yeah, it, it went, went really, really well. well and so we were able to put the money aside and savings and then build up our client list and say okay let's do it let's go wow yeah now you've got some incredible clients uh in the list there on the website and i, I kind of mentioned some of them in the lead in target coke harley davidson uh, yeah i mean those are some big names how did you get networked to those guys that's that's always the question everybody asks, and it's always the same answer. I don't, you know, like we we put out a lot of work online. We're very active on, in social media with Brave the Woods, and that's kind of been our thing at the very beginning is kind of sharing all. And before Brave the Woods, I was always sharing everything I was doing all through college and tumblers and Instagram. Yeah, and wow. Dribble we and kept making blogs and things and trying to we'd interview other artists, and so mm-hmm. we just kept our our name out there mm-hmm. as we grew and as we did that we just like it was literally like you know putting the smaller fish out there on the hook and then a bigger one catches on then you throw it back out and right we just yeah we just kept getting bigger and bigger like more people started trusting us and so in fairness we do have those meetings where we sit down and we're like who do we want to work with <laughs> yeah. and then we start kind of being stalkers and following them on all of oh, their yeah. social media and oh, yeah. you know trying to see if they notice us and Every once in a while, they do, so it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, that was, I, I that know was what that's like. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so another question I like to ask everybody is, what did you want to be when you grew up? Christina. I wanted to be a writer. Okay. I've always wanted to be a writer, yeah. I wanted to be an artist. So we're those strange kids that just knew from when we were tiny, and it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find a way. Yeah. Was there a moment or specific instance that you realized, you know, that art, design, illustration, writing, that, you know, telling stories visually and through word was something you wanted to do? Or was it just something that was always there? And kind of, do you remember a specific instance? Well, I know for me, it was fourth grade and my teachers wanted me to put one of like the creative writing essays that I had done or stories into this competition. And I won. And like this, like, group came to our school and acted out my story oh wow this is the coolest thing ever and from that point on that's all i wanted to do (laughs) talking about a formative memory right there yeah (laughs) what was the story oh it was like the dumbest thing it was about a like a dog that was a detective that like helped his owner find something like it's just like the weirdest thing (laughs) i remember being five or six and writing some story you know the magic turkey or something and the turkey like the guys show up with muskets to shoot it and the turkey says to himself my mama told me there'd be days like this and (laughs) it's something like it was something that was in cartoons or whatever you know and so i remember everyone made this huge deal like i was just this creative genius to think of this at six years old and it's like they say this in cartoons all the time guys like i'm not some genius i I literally stole that (laughs) that's so good How about you, Brad? What Do you remember a specific instance where it was like creating art is what I have to do? You know, I don't have that awesome story because my mom was an artist. Okay. And so I literally grew up just around it all the time. Slash not having a choice. Not having it. Yeah. My, my mom, <laughs> she did. She's the type that she kind of gets into everything. Like in art, you know, she just, she likes, like, as she got older, she got into more crafting. Mm-hmm. And so she did, if, if you're familiar with a craft show world, uh-huh. it's pretty intense. Right. And we would have craft shows at our house and it got kind of crazy. So she would, but to do that, she had to make like hundreds to hundreds and hundreds of whatever she wanted to make. Right. Whatever craft that was. And, uh, and so then we would be as kids 
enlisted in uh, helping. I would be on the, it would be like an assembly line. Like I would base coat and then we'd pass it on. And then we do somebody do the eyes on the snowman. And then the next person does like the, the glitter paint. <laughs> like that's, that was my experience. There's your formative like, memory right there. <laughs> the, there, there. That's my formative memory. I remember all the little things that we had to make for her craft show. Here's a chance for some free advertising for uh, mama Wordard's uh, Etsy store. <laughs> so if you want to plug her, uh, here's the time. <laughs> exactly. <Lay-made.com>. <laughs> <laughs> she actually still does stuff. She's a, yeah, she likes to teach quilting and sewing. So yeah, she has her own, she never Sorry, stops. She teaches stuff on. Does she know what a podcast is and would she like to be on one? <laughs> she totally would. She, you wouldn't say so you'd be, if you're going to be good, be telling her to wrap things up though. She likes to talk. All right. Well, yes, she we'll, does. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> keep, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Definitely. So what's a basic day like for you guys now? Uh, you know, you have two small children. I assume you work from home. You know, do you, uh, you know, kind of what's a basic day like for you guys, both, you know, family life, work, creative, We've had to really figure out our like balance and rhythm, especially since having our daughter last July, because that threw a whole new wrench in things. We thought we had it figured out, and then she was born. Yeah. Um, but we basically, Brad does like a full like normal day, you know, like a nine to five. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I kind of come and go. So like I put the kids in the playroom and sit up there with them and work and then work, you know, after nap time and work in like, the evenings. Yeah, in the evenings and that kind of a thing. We we built a studio like there was a there was an a, yeah I guess we didn't build we basically renovated a whole section of the home and converted it into a studio we just bought our house about a year ago and okay. decided to make it into a studio so mm-hmm. it was like an old seventies <laughs> random space that we turned into a pretty sweet studio oh so. rad rad yeah, we do like it but yeah that's right I'm usually here just we do the nine to five that we have to have a strict schedule right for I your mean, clients. Well, it's yeah for our clients and for ourselves, it's hard to stop working. So yeah, Crystal Crystal calls up or sends one of the kids up. She's like, "It's five o'clock. You need to get down." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> we try to make that I'll the stop. rule though, because otherwise, like, I'll work all day. It's, yeah. right. That's what I love to do. It's not really a job. It's just I love. It's my hobby. It's everything. So. Right. You said uh, July. Oh, what, July that just happened. Uh, no, the last. Oh, July. two Julys. So okay, she's, yeah. Yeah, year and a half. Oh, okay, yeah. Our, our daughter, our second daughter, is uh, four and a half months old. July eighteenth. Yeah. Oh, super cool. Yeah. She's getting to that really, really fun stage. Six months, my favorite. Yeah, six to nine months. That was my favorite the first time around for sure. Yeah, where they're they yeah. still love like cuddling with you, but and they smile yep. and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No. Can't really escape you yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny to talk to people about like when they go to bed. It's not that you're necessarily physically tired. It's that you're like mentally tired from making sure they don't die. You know, <laughs> yeah. keeping oh, them alive. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So when you tell people that you guys own, you know, an illustration design company, what's their, what's a common reaction that they have? <laughs> it's, it's so hard because every, and whenever I ask what I do, they, I try to, especially when they're not like between the ages of 20 and 35, yeah, something yeah. like that. I always get the, oh, so, so you drop, you do stuff on like, you drop pictures or you do stuff on the computer. Or, like, how do you make? money yeah how do you make my parents still ask me how i make money so i mean (laughs) i mean it's always hard to explain too because it's we literally do a little bit of everything you know we write children's books she writes the children's books i mean i like we do design and illustration Mm -hmm. it's really hard to go through everything because our clients really throw all sorts of stuff at us one day we're designing a tattoo and then another day we're you know doing a branding for a big corporation oh wow (laughs) yeah yeah we we do get a lot of 
oh, you guys work together? How do you do that? Right. You That's what we get more. Right. We get more questions about how do you guys work together? <laughs> <laughs> right. Any preconceived misconceptions about illustrators or small business owners slash married couples slash parents that you'd like to put to bed? <laughs> it can work. Yeah. It definitely can work, but you have to have a lot of um, structure and open dialogue, I feel like. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, this this kind of goes back to that. We we kind of planned ahead inadvertently. We're, we we met in college, and uh, I was in – I graduated with a BFA in – uh, graphic design and uh, but w- at that time we were Crystal wanted to know kind of what I was doing with design mm-hmm. and I wanted to know what she was doing because this is we, we were newlyweds in, in college and uh, we kind of wanted it we were like we talked about it and said okay in the future when we're sitting down at the dinner table I want to be able to like relate back to what you're talking right. about so if I'm complaining about clients and my work day I'd love her to be able to have a conversation with me and likewise so I took a lot of more I like I took a bunch of creative writing classes and Mm-hmm. We hung out at the same... And then I minored in graphic design. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So you guys, a little, yeah. little cross-pollination there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. We, and we planned back, like, you know, eight years ago that eventually this is what we were going to do. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, been a plan in motion for a long time. I'm sure it's yeah. cool to see all that come to fruition. It's pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah. Faster than we thought it would. Yeah, oh, oh, much and, faster. And the other thing, too, is we had to immediately kind of set boundaries and say, like, okay, this is where... This is your strength. This is my strength. Yeah. So I'm gonna, we're gonna kind of defer to you when it's writing, marketing, like all of that kind of stuff for you in the business. And then for me, it's kind of like you can defer to my judgment for art and illustration. And it helps a little bit, just so we understand that okay, there's somebody that's, you know, more experienced in this, and then we can don't have to yeah. get fights. And we try not to critique each other too much. It's hard because you work. do critique yeah. each other, and we're brutally honest with <laughs> right, each other. Right. Right. So. Yeah, they say you're your own worst critic, but number two is your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. Very true. All right, so tell me a little bit about the name Brave the Woods. Definitely an interesting name. Definitely not something you would expect a design firm to be named. Uh, Do you remember where that came from, what the genesis of that was, who came up with it, et cetera? It was, uh, well, before Brave the Woods, it was just me. We changed it to Brave the Woods because Crystal was um, wanted to play a bigger part, and that's when we said, okay, we're going to, she's going to handle uh, the business side of things. That, that's when we made the split. So we, I was before it was, it still had the same uh, initials. It was Brad Woodard okay. design, and so we we're like, we kind of had a little bit of brand equity. We, we probably didn't. I mean, that was probably my mind just being like, oh, the BW is super, you know, well known now. I can't change it. <laughs> um, I, that was. I planted my flag on this. Here it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I obviously didn't know what was going on yet, but we were not a big deal. But the Brad, yeah, Brave the Woods is actually, so I, I kind of dug deeper and I was like, what can we come up with the name? And it was the the meaning of Woodard. The last name Woodard is like a uh, protector of the woods oh, or wow. something like that. And so, oh, like, yeah, that makes sense. Corny. Yeah. I was like, it's kind of corny. And then I was like, Brave the Woods. Bra- Hey, you know what? I, I, I like Brave it. the Woods. You know, it's, it's kind of stuck, and then... And it, it works, like, with the brand that we wanted to create yeah. in this, you know, whimsy with all of it. So it was, It's a it slogan, just fit, yeah, call a to slogan. action. Right. And that was my next question, how to describe your style, because it's definitely very whimsical, and there's definitely some <laughs> adventure to it, and then it totally works with the name, for sure. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of the retro, and but, yeah, it's fun, whimsy. Well, it kind of yeah, kind of fit the lifestyle too, because like we we kind of we re, we've always planned, like Crystal said, eventually we wanted to run our own business together, 
and you know just use our talents to do awesome like awesome things like support awesome causes mm-hmm. and things things that we really believed in especially when we knew we were going to have a family and we wanted to have that be kind of our our focus so brave the woods i feel like is a really good um way to describe like is it is, who we are and what we yeah do. who we are like we've we've traveled we, we like to travel we like to 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 move and we don't really settle in one place too often except for here now that we have two kids but we're still constantly moving with our company and new adventures yeah and that's kind of what we want to like share so. there you go for sure are you one of those people that you have to kind of sit down and brainstorm, or are you one of the people that kind of get ideas from everywhere, walking through life, you see something, I can turn that into art? Kind of what's your creative ritual? So I like to brainstorm just because I write a ton. I write a lot in my brainstorming sessions, mm-hmm. and I may be overkill, but I would say I don't get a ton out of my brainstorming sessions. I always get, I always write a ton and get a bunch of ideas of things to think about, and then my big idea always comes to me some random place mm-hmm. in, in the shower. Or oh, just yeah, the shower. The shower's chatting. great for ideas. It doesn't no, make sense. The, it literally is the best. It's when, like, nobody's bugging you. Oh, yeah. you're, you're alone, and I, I feel like you just your mind just is left to wander. So, But I, I don't know. I feel like inspiration kind of comes from wherever, wherever you're at, and you kind of store that away and kind of draw from it. That's what we did with a lot of the projects that we are that are really passionate about. Like our book, Tatai's Gift, that was from – my experiences when I lived in the Philippines and Crystal did an amazing job of taking what I had constantly share with her about my stories there. And she made it into a story. So, all right. So speaking of passions, um, your new venture artist for education is definitely something that sounds really interesting. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. How did that come together? So it really came out of a need that we saw. Uh, my stepmom's a teacher and she talked about how they just don't have the resources and they, you know, need posters, need this. And we have friends who kept asking us for like t-shirt designs or poster designs for school. And we thought, okay, it's the obvi- need. <laughs> yeah, obviously there's a need. There's something that needs to be done here. Yeah. So we kind of like, well, Crystal did a ton of this re- a bunch of research on it. And we did a lot of talking to those friends and asked, you know, and we did surveys trying to figure out what the problem was. Cause like, why is everybody asking us? Like, of course it's nice if you know a designer friend, you know, they'll always right. ask you for stuff, but we wanted to dig a little deeper, and, and when we did, we found out that there's just a huge, um, there's just a there's a huge like there's a lot of budget cuts. There's mm-hmm. there's a huge need for this type of stuff because the teachers don't have, not only not in their budget, but they don't have a they can't pull it out of their own wages because they don't get paid enough. Right. And so we decided, you know, they don't we, have access to materials. They don't have no what we, they need. And we have yeah like we we have kids. You know, our our four year old he's just about to go into <laughs> kindergarten and. Like we really that stuff that's still that's in the rooms on the wall. Twenty five years like old. It was, yeah, it looks yeah. like Same before stuff I was, was in there. Yeah, when we were there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, and it, it anyway, we were like, well, we're we know artists, right? And this is what we love to do. I love making art for for kid related things, and this is something we're both passionate about. So, yeah, that's where it kind of came from. So, what's the ultimate goal with that? So, I on the website, you know, people go on there. What are they going to find out? Well, so right now we're we're funding just to get it off of the ground, like get the website finished, get, you know, everything, things started to be printed, all of that. But, um, I mean, we've, we've got big plans. We, yeah. we, we want to make this into something even bigger than... It's going to start. It's going to start real small because it's right now it's just... Well, we say real small, but we already have a huge amount of artists and a huge amount of interest. Well, but our awesome. dreams are very big, so... Yeah. <laughs> As <laughs> they should be. As they should yeah. be. But, 
I mean, we, we want to really just revolutionize artwork in schools. We want to make this stuff available in good art. Like, I, I did a lot of research to find out that um, the, like, art in posters has a huge impact on the brain and, like, how kids learn and that they can, like, learn um, unconsciously from it, pretty much. Right. Unconsciously. What's the right word? Yeah, yeah subconsciously. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we just want, yeah, to revolutionize art. Yeah, yeah, because, and so educational art, I should say. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's right. Through <laughs> yeah. educational art, but yeah. So the uh, the website, when people go to the site, it'll be right now. Like you said, it's it's funding, but on the site, it'll be a place where artists can go on there, um, or we're gonna have the artists work uh, shown. Uh, in, like in po right now, it's posters that people can purchase, and there's gonna be basically two audiences. Uh, that can that we're kind of focusing on. One's the teachers because they're getting this all for free. So there's going to be they're going to be able to log in and get all of the content as a free download okay. for them. So teachers, we we love their input because it helps us create more content. And then everyone else can buy the artwork and use it for either buy it for other teachers want, or yeah. yeah, put it in right. put it in their their homes or put it in their kids' playroom. And a lot of homeschool parents are looking into this and seeing it as an awesome option to have beautiful art that's not going to be you know there's like that stuff it's just super tacky you're not going right. to want it in your living room but we right. have a lot of we've invested in a lot of artwork in our own living room because uh educational, educational artwork, artwork yeah. yeah things that has like an educational component to it because it, it definitely it be does beautiful. yeah for it definitely sure definitely does bleed into you know yeah like you said subconsciously you kind of pick it up i remember all the art in my parents house <laughs> and crazy yeah so do i and there's also i mean it's weird having little kids, and my parents still have a lot of the same books that I had when I was little, and it's so weird reading these books that I haven't seen in 30 years, and just <laughs> as I'm reading them, it's unfolding to me, and I remember everything. Like, I remember this picture, and I remember... It's weird. The, the things I remember most is, like, empathizing with the characters, but <laughs> the main thing I remember is... Like, I have a couple where it's, like, Grandma Duck and Huey Dewey and Louie or whatever, and she's making a cake for them and, like, icing the cake. And I can remember thinking about what the cake would taste like. And as I'm reading this book 30, you know, 30 years later to my daughter, that same taste, I can almost taste it in my <laughs> mouth. And it's bizarre. I mean, it's so weird. And it, it's so weird how that just kind of comes back. It's It's definitely powerful, those memories. And so, yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Awesome, yeah. No, that sounds really cool. So where can people go to learn more about Artists for Education and how to help out? Okay, yeah, you can go to Twitter, and it's at uh, Artists for Ed, A-R-T-I-S-T-S, for F-O-R-E-D. Okay. Yeah, and the link should be on there. It is on there, not should be. <laughs> oh, it's definitely on there. Yeah, it's definitely on there. I saw it today. I, I definitely contributed, <laughs> so I know it's there. Thank you very much. No, that pennant's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. That's definitely going to my office. Oh, man, I, I'm excited for that pennant. It's by our good friends at Oxford Pennant. They make amazing. No, for sure. I checked yeah, out the website right after that, and uh, I, they definitely do some cool stuff. Yeah, so that, it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome perk. Yeah, along with that pennant, uh, there's a lot of awesome perks. We've got, like, T-shirts. We have stickers. We have um, swag packs. Yeah, swag packs. Swag packs. Like, packs Got to have swag packs. Button, pencil. <laughs> there's, like, multiple levels of swag packs, too, uh -oh. so you can get with just some, with like a few things. And then we've got posters already. We've got our positive poster packs. Even though everything else will be a lot more educational when um, Artists for Education really gets going, but we have what we're calling the positive poster packs. Uh -huh. just like super inspirational quotes. Just and to, yeah, we, so just on those, on the posters, 
Yeah, we, the ones that we have, like those are, we're going to have a whole section on the site that's motivational because I think those are awesome to have in, in the classrooms uh -huh. as well. Um, but like, like Crystal was saying, there's like, we have, we have it cut up by subjects. So we have science, math, you know, all, all the subjects covered. Okay. And we have a ton already made. It's just, we were like, let's just get the positive posters. That's really what we need right now in this world right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. Do you have so, an updated version of that uh, cat holding onto the rope? Is there an updated 2016 <laughs> version of that? Yeah. You know what? I we should do a cute little like cat space meme or something. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring that poster into 2016, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We things like that. But yeah, but there's a lot of, posters. there's a lot of options though um, within the perks and there's five different posters to choose from that are, by amazing yeah, artists. Really we were, feel so lucky to, to have any of those artists that we, we have, but um, we have over a hundred, over a hundred artists now that oh, have wow. agreed to contribute. And it's like every day, I think today we, I just wrote back to about seven or eight of them. Wow. Uh, just like the highest quality talent we're trying to find. And um, people are really have a, have a good connection to, the educational space too is, is always a bonus because they're more passionate about it. Right. Half the people we talk to, I mean, more than half, they they're all saying, "Oh yeah, my mom's a teacher, my wife's a teacher, right. I'm a teacher," and it's really cool to it see how resonates with a lot of people. Yeah, and how motivated these people get. So all these perks that you can do, they're all, like it's it's not just a donation; it's an awesome. You get an awesome right. product you back, you know. Return. Right. You get something sweet. Awesome. Awesome. So what's been your biggest triumph so far as a company, as an illustrator, as a writer, you know, as together or separately, you know, what, what are some of your biggest triumphs so far? I feel like just making this work in general, like this is the dream, like right. we work from home, we've got our kids are integrated into our everyday life and we're both doing what we love and can we, that's exactly what we wanted. Yeah. And we get to support the causes we want to support. I feel like that's been a really big blessing in, in our lives and being able to do this because you know, that, that has always been a challenge for us is like when we'll be, you know, when you're working in an agency or things like that, you'll be put on certain accounts that you, maybe you don't, you don't really care for the, <laughs> the right. company or you don't believe in whatever the company stands for. Right. There's lots of just little issues where it's like, you know what, I'd rather be using my talents for this. And, and yeah. we're, we're both like super passionate people who like to get involved in things. And so to be able to just say, this is what I care about. Let's do something about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. That, that's probably the biggest and the biggest project that we've done together that I'm like, I think we're most proud of, um, would be Tatai's gift. Yeah. Our, our book that we wrote together. That was the first one who really got to collaborate hundred percent 50, 50 with it in like a creative collaboration. That was really cool. Wow. Wow. All right. And how about any biggest failures or biggest disappointments? Anything you learned from that? Um, well, we do dream big. So I feel like, We've had lots of different projects that we've kind of like this on. We usually follow through for the most part, but I feel like we've had lots of I'm trying to think. We've had lots of projects that we've said, okay, this not is going to be the next big projects, like not like artists for education or no, like right. they never they never actually got off. They're just like, like our fun little ideas that were just like, oh, that idea, what happened to that? We started. Uh, we'll start making. We'll start like looking up names on you know what is it. 
who is it or who, who is who oh, is yeah. Yeah. domain like, names yeah yeah, yeah. Only yeah. nine domains right now for other ideas uh, I, I do the same thing i did those ideas in the cyclotron <laughs> and just spin them around and start thinking exactly. of logos for them and doodling them and yeah i, I do yep. the same thing i know what that's about and you have to be like what's most important right okay, let's focus on that right and that's I, usually when i have a great idea for another podcast but i don't have time to do that <laughs> between right? seven and eight a.m and nine and eleven p.m you know <laughs> yeah no it's I think that's probably the hardest part is not being able to get everything done that we'd want. And we forgot to pay taxes. Uh-oh. We ended up paying it at the end of the year. Uh-oh. That was a few years ago. That was our biggest failure. That was probably the biggest thing like, financially. That was a huge one. Well, we just we just took the leap, started freelance, didn't, I didn't even, even we didn't it. even think about it. Because we, <laughs> usually I, we've always worked for people, so the taxes were always taken out. Yeah. And then we didn't pay taxes. Got to make those year. quarterly payments. <laughs> yeah, then we got that bill and we were like, oh. You would so, not yeah, be the first uh, person to come across this, so uh, don't t- don't don't feel too bad about it. <laughs> yeah, we made lots of little mistakes about in in terms business of business. Stuff. That would probably there's so many little <laughs> slip ups that we've had, and it's like, oh my gosh, we should have charged more. I think that's my biggest regret. Why did I not finish my business? Minor? There it is. <laughs> Why didn't I push you to finish it? Is there one white whale of a client that got away, something you really wanted to work on, or a project that you really wanted to be involved in that you guys didn't land? You don't have to I name any names. Like, that's okay. Yeah, I feel like there was – there's a bunch. I mean, I feel like either it was just bad timing or we gave them a quote, and I feel like we've lost a bunch from just our estimates, learning, like, understanding, like, to just know how much we're worth, but uh-huh. also – like what's too much what's too little like if they answered right away like yeah sure yeah we'll do it I'm like oh, crap we did not we did not charge enough <laughs> do, you, do you one that was a big one i do i there, it was a beverage company okay uh, and they wanted us to do their packaging oh wow and it was right when we started off oh, yeah. oh wow right when we right when we were we were afraid the woods was really young and i we still buy drinks from this company <laughs> every time we do every time it was like <laughs> i was so excited about it and it was such a huge thing and we we put in, you know, we put in the bid, and and it was kind of one of those things where it's like they were pitching it to a few different people, a few different artists, and we were one of the the, the artists that they wanted to go through, and then it fell through. It all. Whoever got through. it did a great job. Yeah, they did a great. I will say, <laughs> it was it went to a good home. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the job. I just could have used that money, and that uh, it would have been awesome to see it. Awesome portfolio. Really awesome portfolio piece. <laughs> it would have been a fun project, but hanging on the wall. Yeah. Exactly. So going forward, how do you define success for yourselves? You you actually kind of alluded to it earlier when you were saying, uh, like, what am I? What have I done with my life? Right. Like, I want to figure out, you know. And, and I've had that. I, I had that moment early. I'm glad it wasn't like a midlife crisis thing. I'm glad it was a lot earlier in my life. And it was, what do I want? Like, if my kid, my son or my daughter, they asked me, you know, like, Dad, what do you do? Or, or if I ever passed away, heaven forbid, and they ask. You know, like people ask, like, what did he do or like, right. what did he contribute? I don't want to just be like, yeah, he was that guy. He just drew pictures or, you know, he didn't really or, or he just did design stuff for ads that, you know, you don't never seen or whatever. Right. And, and or is this some random brochure? So I I really was conscious about that. And I wanted to learn all I could when I was working at these different agencies and firms and uh, and decided that I really just wanted to do leave a legacy of just doing good, right? Like yeah. I wanted to have my art, my talent, not just be eye candy or or anything or just something used for advertisements. I wanted it to be something that could motivate, inspire, to yeah. help. And so I, that's what that's what I, that's how I define success. I feel like if I can do that along with 
you know, raise my kids and, 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 you know, I think that that's how I define it. Yeah. I feel the same. I feel like, I don't know. Like I've said, I said before, like, I feel like we're kind of living the dream and I just want to keep doing this and, you know, make the things that we're working on now a success and a full-time job, hopefully. AFE, like I'd like AFE to be like, so we can like focus our energy on. Yeah. And just, you know, keep doing this because I'm happy with where life is. I mean, I, I plan to write a novel someday, but we'll see when I get there. There you go. We'll have you back on to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. So if this hadn't worked out, what do you think you guys would be doing? Still agency life. Yeah, probably agency (laughs) life. Wondering what could have been. I'd probably be working in a newsroom. She'd be working in a newsroom, that's for sure. Journalism. That doesn't sound that that doesn't sound uninteresting. No, it'd be it'd be fun. This is better for us, but it's hard to imagine that life. It's hard. You know, like I said, my you know, my, I joke that my dad still offers me money and wonders how I make make it. Mean, but <laughs> it, you know, I feel like I feel the most secure running like our own business. Yeah, not I, having to depend on someone. Not else. having to depend on other people. I feel like it's that's been that's been huge for us. Like, yeah, we do struggle a lot, and that's 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 fine, right? Like, that's that's the you go kind of through the roller coaster of um, clients and emotions and all that, but. Um, it's definitely worth it because I feel like we're in control of yeah. our destiny. But if Brave the Woods hadn't happened, yeah, we'd both be working long hours. <laughs> yeah. But it would be fun. But yeah. It just wouldn't be this life. Right, just right. family centered, I feel like. Yeah. Right, for sure. For sure. All right, we're in the home stretch here. Just a few more questions I'll like to ask everyone. <laughs> so, what do you guys do for fun outside of working together and uh, working on these awesome projects? Is Netflix a hobby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely counts. That definitely counts. Uh, we do a lot of Netflix. No, we like to explore. I mean, we like to travel. Yeah, you talked we about going outside to, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we like to um, go kayaking. Well, I kayak. He usually paddleboards. Paddle okay. paddle and the kids come out with us. And uh, we like to just go explore everything. If we don't like leave and go out of town like every couple weeks, like we get a little stir crazy. Okay. Like, okay, where's a city that we can drive to? Like yeah. we need to yeah, go. Yeah, it's, it's not like we're we're flying all over the country. It's just mm-hmm. like let's just do like an overnighter or let's just road trip and let's you know just just see something new. Yeah, I feel we like we love to road trip. Yeah, we yeah. also live in a little neighborhood by ourselves. It's, we have a, we have a little bit of land around us. And oh wow, it's an older neighborhood, so we get kind of secluded a, a yeah, touch. We just did a six week road trip this summer. Oh wow, and it was awesome. So yeah, we yeah. want to do more of that. And you guys got a lot of cool stuff right by you. There's that that uh, part downtown with the Cold Spring Zilcher or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Zilker Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's that other like swimming pool, like Barton Springs or whatever yep, it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Now you guys got some cool yeah. stuff out there. Yeah, and Hamilton Pool and there's there's yeah, so much Lady to Bird do. Lake there's a bunch of and bunch of events too, especially with for yeah. family like family events and music and yeah, we love to just like go downtown and like see what happens, you know, like because you always can something walk going downtown on in Austin. and hear like ten different bands. No, it's a it's a cool town. I went there a few years back and it, we definitely had a good time. It, it's a fun place. Yeah, it's fun. I was gonna say one thing. I have to put this in there because I I miss. I truly do miss the mountains okay. <laughs> because I grew up in Seattle and anyway, I just went backpacking all the time. So we'll, we'll go on little vacations and stuff and do make sure we get the, the backpacking fix or, or camping and, yeah, and national fix. parks and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mountain fix. Yeah. What we need for her first. She does. She's snowboards. So oh, I try. Yeah. yeah I, I, I snowboard. Fly, I yeah. Slide down. There you go. <laughs> 
So you mentioned Netflix. Uh, overall, what are you guys excited about right now? Any movies, books you're reading, shows you're watching? What What are you guys excited about? There's like so many good movies coming out right now. <laughs> I have been uh, talking about Arrival to anyone that will listen. I I thought it was amazing. I cried so much. You haven't seen it yet. Uh, That's like okay, the next I'm, a, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I, okay. I have never cried at a movie like I did for this movie. For real? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're really excited for that one. And well, there's well, don't don't read anything about Arrival. Don't let anyone talk to you about it. Just just go see I've it. I've stayed away from everything. Yeah, I like that. I've been more I, I've been more interested in so. TV shows, so she said Netflix and things. For some reason, I feel like a lot of these new like Netflix originals and things have been just excellent. Right. Like we're we're on the fall season three. Oh, the fall is crazy. Okay. Yeah, that, that really gets me. But Check that one out. It's kind of kind of spooky, but it's really good. Um, but yeah, I just feel like they're doing so many cool things with TV with TV now. You're like getting all the you know a lot of great acting, but it's yeah. a little bit more of a cinematic approach to it too. So. And they're trying. They're trying a lot better. I feel like I watch BBC shows because okay. they end. They don't like right. have a. Se- they don't right. have like twenty seasons. They give you a conclusion, and I love that because I'm like, sometimes it needs to stop, even though it's good. Were you guys in on Westworld? Did you watch Westworld? We have not. Yet. Oh, okay. Everyone keeps telling me that I need to watch. It just wrapped up. It's pretty rad. I I was way in. Yeah. That's I'll awesome. Have to watch that one. So, in your opinion, how will our listeners know when they found their passion? I feel like when you wake up every day and you don't feel like it's work. I know that's cliche, but yeah. I honestly wake up and unless I have a terrible client, which I rarely do because all my clients are awesome. Right. Um, no. And you but, can fire them. They're your clients. You can fire them. <laughs> yeah, you can fire them. No, I I love waking up personally and get, going upstairs and working every morning. It's never a hassle for me. And I feel like that's a true passion where it's, you don't have to drag your feet to get there. It's something that you just want to do. And it's something that, you know, motivates you and, and, and makes you want to do something better. And I feel like that's, that's, yeah, I think the motivation is a huge part when you're like motivated to do something. I feel like you're, you're probably pretty passionate about it. Yeah, for sure. If you were able to go back to the start of your journey, anything you'd tell yourself? Pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the first time someone has answered that question with that. I, that is a Maslow peak first right there. Yeah, I feel like just uh, seek more advice from people who know more than you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fill in your the gaps in your own knowledge with uh with industry experts. That's uh exactly. there you go. And and I would say be okay with with things starting small. It's, it's really hard. I mean, we're having that right now with Artists for Education. We did that with Brave the Woods. Like a lot of t- a lot of times we we had little mini failures because we tried to do too much right. too fast, right? Right. And, and I feel like just having a little bit more patience and understanding that you can – things will get done. We have big dreams. Big dreams. <laughs> yep. But a lot of times when – like sometimes things didn't start off until all of a sudden you met the right person and you're like, wow, this is a yeah. perfect – this is a perfect segue into what we wanted to do, and this is a great. This is this is when we need to start. Or, I, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's kind of how, that's what I would tell myself. Yeah, and then looking back, it's always clear. Like, oh yeah, that was the moment. Oh yeah, that was the person. You know, it's always mm-hmm. clear that 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 one instance where it really took off. And it's it's hard to see that when you're in the woods, pun intended. But uh, when you when you look back and see it, you know, it's always clear when that happened. Very true. Any last words of advice? Life, art, creativity, anything. <laughs> what you love yeah and, and 
I, my I, my design teacher said, he's like anything like you want to get better at. If you want to just really, there's nothing that can replace mileage. And it was just and that always stuck with me because it's like you really do just have to kind of grind it out sometimes to make it work. Do the work, work hard. Yeah, do the work. Yeah, yeah, make it make it happen. And that that out, doing the mileage like you naturally progress, you naturally get um, better and focused, and and so that would be my advice. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Brad and Crystal. This has been really fun. Uh, I'm really glad to have you guys on the show. I think Artists for Agitation is great. I think Brave the Woods' work is great. Everything I've seen is awesome, and uh, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> again, you can find Brad and Crystal's company, Brave the Woods, on the web at bravethewoods.com and on Twitter and Instagram at brave underscore the underscore woods. Artists for Education can be found on Twitter at Artists for Ed, where you can find out all about their Indiegogo campaign and get some nice swag bags, of which there are multiple levels. <laughs> this has been the Maslow Pete Podcast, presented by Spring State Media Group. Our producer is Jesse Edmond. You can find us on the web at themaslopete.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud. Check us out on Instagram or Twitter at themaslopete. You can see some behind-the-scenes details. Uh, tell us anything you think about the show. We'd love to have your friends and family on if they have interesting careers, so let us know. Like us on Facebook at The Maslow Pete, and you'll be hearing from us soon. Thanks for listening.